everyone. Welcome back to Let's Chat. Today, my guest is Allison. She is a wife and mother to two little girls. Today, we're going to be talking about transitions in motherhood, mom guilt, among other things. Here we go. So, how are the girls doing? They are good. They're big. I know. (laughs) Yeah, Ivy is about, she'll start kindergarten in the fall. Wow. <laughs> I know. Oh, it really is. And I was telling somebody this morning that I feel like that's one thing that parenting or like nobody prepared me for with parenting was that like every new stage is like a little bit sad. <laughs> like it's yeah. exciting, but it's also sad. <laughs> yeah. 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 It can be. I know Kai starts 4K this fall. Yeah. And it's like, I'm excited. You know, because it's like yeah, also myself for like a few hours in the afternoon. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, but he's the baby. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how's weather there been? Um, now it's nice. Um, we had some like late spring snowstorms. We actually had one last month that was like. 20, I think we ended up getting like 26 inches of snow. I saw that. That was crazy. It came out of nowhere too. Yeah, it was crazy. And like, you know, I like to think that I'm pretty like tough and like used to weather growing up in the Midwest, but it was, it was bonkers. Like I was not, I was not prepared. It was so much snow, but now it's nice. I think we're through the like winterness of it all. So <laughs> for a while for you guys. Ready for spring. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. well, let's go ahead and get started. Um all right, so you wanna let me know how old are your how old are your kids? You have two yeah, girls. So two girls, Leah and Ivy. And Leah is six. Ivy is four. She'll be five in August. Yay. Oh my goodness. They are so getting so big. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, so with, with having the, the, you know, having a four and six year old, what is like mom life looking like for you? I cannot talk tonight. What is mom life looking for you? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what does mom life look for me? I feel like, I feel like we're in sort of a period of transition a little bit. Like it definitely feels like we're transitioning out of the toddler stage and into the true like kid stage you know especially with Ivy getting ready to start kindergarten in the fall and Leah will be in um, first grade in the fall it definitely feels like they're like kids now as opposed to like babies or toddlers which is great but it's it's different it's just it's an adjustment it's great that they can like get their own snacks and get themselves dressed but also like you don't want to snuggle with me as much and <laughs> things yeah. like that you know so it's it's good it's great um but yeah it definitely feels like a transition you know and the busyness looks different like it's less about like the changing diapers than the getting being on a feeding schedule and it's more about like did you do your homework are we going to dance tonight what you know that sort right. of thing yeah. yeah yeah that's that is a transition from you like each stage right you have so you have the baby stage into like the toddler stage and the toddler yeah. to like the big kid kind of stage right 
and yeah. then the big kid to like the teenager stage and it's crazy how like each stage is totally different like you yeah. like like you feel like you're like okay i got this right <laughs> like but it's like the end of the transition right like you're just starting to get comfortable and it's like and now for something totally next different. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and my daughter got off the bus today and i was like oh i was feeling kind of like a little extra hat you know like yeah. a little extra mom thing right yeah like outside and she uh sarah's 12 now so it's like i can embarrass her really easily so i'm like walking yeah. out like, like this oh, yeah. trying, like going to hug her off the bus but she's looking down her phone the whole time that it's like right you know, and I give her a big hug. I'm like, hey, trying to embarrass her, you know, and love right. on her. And she's like, hi, mom. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I'm like, I love you now. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Um, so with the girls, what are some main struggles that you might be going through? Like in mom yeah. life or kids? Yeah. So I think a couple things right um my life is full of struggles no um I think <laughs> I think in mom life I um a struggle for me personally right now is um I have I took a uh, promotion not long after we moved here mm-hmm. and um so the job that I have now is much more um demanding than kind of what I had when I moved here and so I think a struggle for me right now is kind of the the mom guilt of working a little bit more outside the home than um you know I did before and really if I stop and think about it rationally it's fine like I was saying like the girls are getting older they're more self-sufficient they're in school during the day anyway at this point um you know like it's So if I was home, I'd just be home by myself. But it's that, like, I get home an hour after they do. Um, So they're home an hour before me. And, um, you know, and so I feel guilty about, like, I don't have that time. And so that's that's been, like, my own sort of mom struggle, I think, recently is just, you know, trying to think rationally about having a job and not thinking emotionally about it because if I let myself think emotionally about it that I will spiral and within like 25 minutes I am the worst mother that has ever walked this green earth you know <laughs> so um that is I think for me um you know a little bit of, of a struggle um and then with the girls I think you know I feel like I'm sure every parent does this, but I feel like we're blessed with really good kids. So it's not like there are a ton of struggles. But one that I think is really, um, not so much a struggle, but something I just, like every day I have to be very intentional about is the fact that they're so different. Um, And not like, it's it's hard to like not one size my discipline or my interaction. you know, Leah is very, she's me. She's a, she is a miniature me. And so she has huge emotions. She will argue about something just to argue about it because that's what we do. Um, she, you know, she needs constant social um, interaction. She needs words of affirmation. She, right, she will be happy. And then at an 11 with anger, and then happy again the next minute. Mm-hmm. And Ivy is um, totally opposite. 
she's she's super laid back. She gets mad sometimes, but most of the time just kind of flies under the radar. She'll never argue, but she'll also just straight up not listen and do her own thing or like straight face lie to your face. You know, so it's like they just have, and she also, she doesn't care what anybody thinks, which when it comes time for peer pressure will be great. Right. Uh, when it comes to like listening to your parents, not so great. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, they're just very different. They're so different. And so everything, like I said, discipline to how they need to feel love to how we play with them is, is different. And that obviously that takes a lot of work. And so... I would say that's not, you know, I wouldn't say it's quite a struggle, but it's definitely right. something that is like a daily, a daily thing that we can't just like kind of coast through. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like you've had to maneuver through it every day, like depending on the situation and how they're feeling. Yeah. And yeah, I totally get that. Um, do you, Enneagram wise, don't you type yourself as a three? I do. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. So then like you're talking about like the emotion part of it. That's the heart center. Yeah. And then you have that four wing that probably kicks in with the extra ups and downs and Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How do you find this is an off question and I'm sorry because I know you like yeah, that's okay. But <laughs> um Dang it. Okay, so like you were talking about like feeling like the worst mom ever. So when you when that so usually, right, a three goes to a nine and unhealth or like the shadow part, right? Yeah. So what does that look like for you? Just out of curiosity, if you don't mind. Yeah. So I, right, I, like I was saying, I, I start, I start getting in my head and I start spiraling and it's a lot of like negative self-talk and, um, you know, I will just run through like all the times that week that I wasn't home or that I didn't, you know, that like if they're like, especially what I'll do is if they're having like a particularly difficult week, like um, behavior wise, I'll tell myself like, oh, well, that's because that's because you're working. That's because you weren't home and they're, you know, um, they're just like lashing out because they have a terrible mother and (laughs) you're not supporting them. Like all this craziness. Um, and yeah, and so then, you know, that's obviously not, that's not helpful. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't put me in a better mood. It doesn't make me more, um, inclined to like interact or be, you know, be a great mom when I'm at home because I'm too busy, like, you know, in my head. Um, so yeah, I have to really be, um, have to really be careful and the good thing is that like Steve my husband for anybody else hears this and just doesn't know off the bat um Steve is good about he, he knows me obviously we've been uh married for 14 years so he knows me <laughs> um and he's really good about um you know kind of recognizing when I'm getting into that spiral and reminding me like hey you are a great mom or um like suggesting that the girls come and like snuggle with me or you know stuff like that like he really he can see when it's happening and he is really good about sort of intentionally doing things to like 
counteract my my thinking and he's sneaky about it too because he like kind of does it on the side <laughs> without me noticing <laughs> so that's good that's good yeah, yeah I, that's really good yeah it's, it's so hard like when you get in that spiral um because i have so i'm a nine one wing my okay. one wing is pretty strong so that's yeah. why i was kind of connecting because if, if i'm in health and i'm growing then i go to my three right um and then my negative is a six where i can kind of like worry too much but um i can kind of get stuck in my head too with that one wing of like the negative oh no and i saw this post this meme the other day it was pretty funny it said like um i had childhood memories of like when my mom gave us like little goldfish crackers and mini pepperonis and cheese sticks for you know she called it like mini dinner or something yeah yeah and and then she like she told her mom as she grew up like that story and and then the mom was like oh that's because like i was tired and i didn't feel like cooking dinner you know and so she was yeah. the mom was feeling bad about herself right but this is like a positive memory for the kid yeah um so just interesting how like the different viewpoints oh absolutely right? you know as parents we see it one way but the kids like Oh, my mom made me this like mini dinner. This is really cool. It's like finger food, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's all kind of how we look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really um, is. Yeah. So I know you guys like to, you're always, whenever time I look at you on like Insta, you guys are always like doing your hikes and stuff. Yeah. What other fun things do you guys like to do? Yeah. So we love being outdoors. Um, yeah, we do a lot of hiking um that's a big part of why we moved to colorado and so um yeah hiking camping we love that it's beautiful it's free um there are no screens so that's great um so yeah we love doing that um and if we're not like you know hiking doing the nature thing um one of the things that we really love about Denver is that it's kind of a perfect blend of like outdoor life and city life Mm -hmm. um so on you know the weeks that we kind of want to stay um in town maybe we don't want to do the nature thing um we're you know we're going to parks or we're checking out there's a lot of like a really cool either free or like low-priced museums here um you know downtown there's just like a lot of cool neighborhoods like street art and murals and stuff we just love to like kind of explore the city we've only been here for this will be three it'll be three years in like a couple weeks um so we still very much feel like we're like exploring a new place so we try to get out as much as we can um last year we played a lot of board games <laughs> we did a lot of crafting, a lot of board games. Yeah, activities look very different. <laughs> a lot of board building. <laughs> that um, took, I'm sure, some creativity. In oh, yeah. Itself. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. but in general, when there's not a global pandemic happening, that is stuff we like to do. Right. Camping, I mean, uh, hiking and outside as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, how about overall with motherhood? How are you feeling overall? Um, you know, overall, I feel, I mean, other than, right, kind of what I was saying about the, right. the, the weirdness, but just trying to adjust to working and adjust to the girls getting older, which I think parenthood is just constant adjusting. So that's probably not yeah. that far out of the norm. Um, you know, overall, I feel good. Honestly, I was telling one of my friends recently, um, 
both of our kids were sort of a surprise. I definitely wanted to have kids at some point, but um, yeah, God's timing was not my timing. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were very surprised with Leah, and then um, we were not expecting to get pregnant as quickly as we did um, afterwards with Ivy. They were only 22 months apart. Um, and so, you know, just the way motherhood happened for me was not the way that my, like, type A self would have planned it. Um, you had a plan. You had a schedule. Yeah, I had a plan. <laughs> you had a goal to get to. Yeah, right? Um, and that didn't happen. And I was just, I was telling one of my friends that, like, I'm, I'm so glad it didn't because I, A, if I would have waited until I felt like I was ready, I don't, I don't know like right. when that would have been um and then also like I just I've been surprised at like I like being a mom a lot more than I thought I would I just yeah. that sounds horrible to say maybe but like I just um yeah I didn't I didn't expect to love it as much as I do I didn't expect to like be fully okay with motherhood like completely defining me and that's who I am and I'm just somebody's mom and like and I love it like yeah. if everybody just forgot my name and I was mom for the rest of my life like I would be fine with that right. and that's been really surprising to me um my own mom was um a great I mean we have a really good relationship but she came from a very broken very abusive um, background and so she had no tools you know she had she just kind of did the best with what she had which was not a lot and so um, she you know I never questioned whether or not I was loved or anything like that but she was not um, you know very openly affectionate she was not as like free with praise as a lot of parents are and so I didn't because I didn't like know what that looks like I just wasn't expecting to be like that right. and so um yeah just the fact that I have like responded to motherhood like I have um has been sort of a delightful surprise <laughs> so yeah so overall I mean I feel I feel good I love it I like I said I feel like God blessed me with like the greatest kids in the world so they're yeah. amazing yeah yeah no complaints <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's cool um yeah I was talking to my husband about that the other day just a little bit um about like our parents generation and parenting too right and then if you add trauma into it I'm sure like it's totally a different yeah level of because I remember you know growing up with with like with me right it was a lot of um like the parents talk right and you listen mm -hmm. and you say okay and you go do yeah. like there was no conversation about how you were feeling right right about right, this right. Yeah. right and so it's interesting because like if, if that was kind of your same situation how our personalities absorb that differently yeah absolutely right so you look at it and i heard it as okay my voice doesn't matter my opinion doesn't matter i'll just go ahead and shush and do what i'm supposed to be told Right. And then you took it as I'm just gonna go get it. Like yeah. a different like a different like I'm just gonna do this myself. Like, I'm not like, doing that thing. Right. I'm just gonna different do thing. My, right. And it's just like so interesting how how different people in this situation of parenting 
mm-hmm. react differently you know like i mean yeah. just look at our kids like yeah and and like look at mine and it's like all right so mine are a little older so rj is 14 right devin's 13 i don't think you didn't get to meet devin before you guys moved did you no you guys have been there three no moved, you might have we moved in may of 28 oh we moved in may of 2018 yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was part of yeah. our. So you, so you probably yeah. knew Kai and okay, mm-hmm. Devin, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was here in 2016. Okay, so Kai will be, uh, Kai will be five, and then Devin's, um, Sarah's 12, 13, and 14, right? So the three older ones have kind of like typed themselves, their personalities, and it's really been helpful to know how to talk to them and like what they need. Kind of like what you were talking about earlier about parenting each child differently, right? Yeah. And so like. So, um, I don't know like if how broad of an understanding like with numbers, but Maca- nope, RJ. Yeah. I also go through all. I go through all my children until I get to the one. I right, like the <laughs> RJ is um, feels like he's a type five, right? Okay. So that's mm-hmm. more of the um, kind of to yourself kind of right. And then Devin, I think like his background really kind of helped form this, but he's a type seven, so he's like. If you like go out and get it right, like yeah. always adventure, and then Sarah um, is a type one, so she's like the more the perfectionist part, and then Kai, like I can't tell right now because you know I'm kind of like just both of his emotions. Yeah, I'm like I'm going between like a two and a six, so okay. I'm kind of like I'm kind of giving what he needs, like and trying to like balancing right. it out, right, and just yeah. kind of thing. Um, cause he has very big emotions, but he also like super caring about people. Oh yeah. Like, he can mm-hmm. like feel a room. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. It was a really good story. And <laughs> oh no. Mom <laughs> okay. brain. Um, I hear that. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, anyway, with, with the older ones, it's just, it's been interesting just to be able, like I said, like to know each of their type and like to help them that's basically yeah. what I'm saying, you know yeah and so now i'm like devin's like come on rj let's go outside and play and they're just like yeah. um no and i'm like Dev, he's been around people all day he needs yeah, to go needs recharge to let yeah. him go recharge you need people like you're like right. a social seven yeah <laughs> like it's okay you guys are different mm-hmm. and so just being able to like explain that to them has been yeah. helpful yeah like has what parts if any knowing like your type i don't know do you know what steve's type is does it help um, like i did i made i, I made i, I did I made him, <laughs> you encouraged I made him, him. Take, I made him take the test um a while ago and i can't i can't remember i can't remember what he was whatever type thinks the enneagram is stupid that's <laughs> is that eight i think so <laughs> um he's he's so he's a little bit like he's a little bit like ivy and that he doesn't really um he doesn't necessarily care what people think of him um and he doesn't need like a ton of social interaction like the pandemic was very hard for me and he was like this is fine this i'm fine with it um and he is um 
he's kind of the type, like, he doesn't want to take anybody's word for anything. Like, he, he doesn't... He has to he's look, look it up like himself that. and investigate yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. So, that's him. I wish I could remember what what he was. But it was a while ago, and like I said, he he was not really down to take it. <laughs> so, I, I was like, okay, well, now I know, but... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. only he really knows from core values and right. desires, like his type. Like, I'm always like trying to type people. I'm like, I have to remind myself. I'm like, no, you can't do that shit. <laughs> right. And you can guess, but only they. Yeah. Know. But yeah, yeah, like just the sounds of it, just that little bit, like an eight, maybe more of a wing nine, because he sees your emotion and cares for that, and like, like he can, yeah. he understands you well enough to like see and help you with that. So. That's what I'm kind of guessing, but that's fine. Yeah, so has that, like, knowing yours helps you with, like, parenting or marriage or? Um, so, yeah, yeah, ultimately, yes. Um, the funny thing is, when I first found out what my type was, I felt, um, I don't know guilty was the right term, but I was like, oh, does that mean I'm, like, shallow and, like, I'm just, kind of like a performer and I don't have any real substance like is that what a three is like ew I don't want to be this Um, so yeah so after I realized that that's not really what that means at all um I felt better about it um and I think that as I like learn um as I learned more kind of about um like I read about it a lot and um you know, just kind of thought that, like, back on my personality, like, growing up and things, I think it really helped me, um, feel, like, more, um, more, like, okay in my skin and more accepting of myself, Mm -hmm. I think, because I am very different than anybody in my family. Um, I, like, my, neither one of my parents or my sister are like me at all and so I think growing up a lot of the times they thought it was a little bit weird and over the top maybe and like um you know and they like didn't understand why I would stand up to one every morning doing homework because I had to be the fastest in the class and why I was so driven to like join every single um club and extracurricular (laughs) that could possibly exist um and so because like I was so different from them and I felt like they didn't understand what kind of made me tick um I felt like I was put in a box a little bit a Mm. lot growing up um not intentionally um I think they just didn't get me um and so they I think that the perception was that I was like a little um you know, I don't know if shallow was the, was the right term, but I was a little, like, I, maybe I didn't have a lot of substance, and I was just a, a performer, and I, and I was just driven to work, 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 and I only cared about, like, success and stuff, and, and so once I was an adult, and I learned that this is a thing, and I read about it, I was like, oh, like, this is not a bad thing, it's just, it's just how I'm hardwired, and this is the personality that God gave me and and I can choose to like wonder why or I can be thankful for it and use it um use my understanding of this as like a positive thing right I think one of the things that has really helped me has been like 
it's helped me to understand like what this um, type looks like when I'm functioning well and what it looks like when I am not functioning well. And um, it's helped me to like recognize it a little bit more in myself and what the signs are. Um, Whereas before I was just kind of like going along and doing the thing, (laughs) you know, whatever happened happened and that's just how I was. So, yeah. 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 For me, it's like, it's giving me words to my emotions. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And like you were saying, like understanding my childhood better. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah. It's like, okay. I understand myself better now. Like, yeah. I wish yeah. I had like 18, 18 year old me. I wish I had this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. But, yeah. All in good timing. Yeah. And the thing too that I love about like the Enneagram is that, like, in its essence, that, all nine numbers together are like whole right yeah so being able to learn um the positive parts of each and bringing them one and like learning them right so like you know nine being able to let things go right or you know one being able to i don't know i'm drawing a blank because i didn't think this fruit But like it being, you know, the three being the goal getter, like, right. you know, right. Or the seven, just like, like having fun, just like right. enjoying it. Or, you know, the six, like being able to focus and like being prepared, just like all the good things about all the numbers. If we can really focus on them and not see, I love what Ian Cron says, Morgan Cron, he says, um, that the Enneagram is not so like we can judge each other or try to change each other. But is the accepting us for who we are and loving us for who we are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of it reminds me a lot of the gospel because that's what Christ did, right? He took us as we are. Um, but he's not leaving us that way. He's, you know, helping us change. So it's a little right. I mean, it's different, but in the same message in a sense of right. understanding and loving us for who we are. The other thing that took me a while to realize too, um, is that like the Enneagram isn't like it's not meant to like put you in a box right right and I think that was kind of why I felt a little bit of like like guilt or shame and I was like oh I'm a three I'm just like you know and and after again after I like read about it a little more and understood it I'm like oh this is not meant to like say you're just like this and this is who you are and this is the box that you have to live in Mm-hmm. It's really to help you, like, understand, like, okay, this is a personality I have, but it can go this way and be really beneficial, and you can, like, share your gifts with others and your, you know, the ways that you excel. You can help others excel, and you yeah. can, you know, kind of be functioning in a really positive way, or you can take it to a negative place. And so it's not it's not putting you in a box. It's kind of freeing you, in a sense, to, like... Yeah you are who you are and it helps you understand who you are and again like it shows you like okay well you can function this way or you can function this way and it's kind of right. up to you how you're gonna yeah how you're gonna live your life and how you're gonna make that manifest right yeah it gives you the option to grow yeah or to kind of continue to go on the same path yeah so like for me if i'm sitting there 
feeling very sloth like on my couch all comfy I could sit there all day or I can choose to like get up and go (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's like you know like you're like okay I have this inside of me but I can I can do something else with it right yeah yeah that's been that's that's really good yeah um all right so motherhood Mm -hmm. what is something that like earlier you wish you had known as a mom or maybe had more of as a mom yeah um I think right something that I wish that I would have like been a little bit more prepared for us and I this definitely plays onto me being a three is that like it doesn't like especially with Ivy right like because she doesn't care what people think of her like she's starting school next year and I'm pretty sure that she's not going to be the greatest student because she'd rather be playing outside like she just she just would um she doesn't always do the best at play dates because sometimes she just wants to do her own thing and she doesn't really care she's not mean but she right. just like is like I want to go on the swings I want to go on the swings and so I'm just like like oh my gosh you're not playing with the kids everybody's gonna think it's worse or like you know I'm like oh my goodness you didn't turn in the art project that we worked so hard on you know and I think that somebody would have like who like understood me and knew who I am would have prepared me a little bit for like listen your motherhood like your success in motherhood is not defined by like if your kids are the best students if your kids are in every single thing if your kids are like the greatest kid in the play group like it's not like those are not the measuring factors of your success and that's something that I'm learning and I think specifically why God gave me my second child to help me to help me <laughs> learn that. Um, but I think that especially um, you know, like when Leah I mean and they're still young, so hopefully I haven't messed them up too bad yet. But right? Like yeah. when um kind of even at like the beginning of the school year I got Leah's first report card and I was like, oh my gosh, she's like behind in a couple of things. Like what what did I do wrong? How can we fix this? Da, 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 da. And I had my, like, we had the parent-teacher conferences, and um, her teacher was like, she actually is, like, a great student and is ahead and everything. She's just not a great tester. And mm. I was like, oh, okay. So here I was, like, freaking out, right. you know, thinking that my kid is, like, not smart. And really, she's just not a great tester. And that means, like, literally nothing. Like, you don't need to know how to take when you are an adult you know so I I think that like yeah I just wish that I would have like been a little bit more aware of my propensity to like kind of push my ideals of success that I like sometimes unhealthily define for myself onto my kids Um, I think that that's something that I'm definitely going to have to like continually monitor in myself as they continue to get older and you know grades do start to matter they are or are not in extracurriculars or you know whatever it is like or one of them decides not to go to college right right yeah absolutely (laughs) right yeah for sure sure. right I need to just 
I need to, yeah, just let go of like the predefined idea of success that I have in my head and just continually remind myself that like if they love Jesus and they're loving on other people, that's yeah. all, like, that's, that's when I know I succeeded. Like that's right. the measuring stick. So, exactly. you know, the rest of it is just icing on the cake. And so yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like that's not the important thing. And so, yeah, I do wish that I would have been a little bit more aware of like my propensity to kind of do that. Um, yeah. Part of this motherhood journey. <laughs> yeah, no, I love, I love what you said about, about that. And it's just, it reminds it reminds me of, like the the conversation I had with my coach the other day. We were talking about how sometimes we feel unqualified for certain roles, right? But the fact that we're unqualified usually makes us the most qualified, and so it kind of keeps us humble too. Yeah. And so it's like you know you feel like unqualified, and and that are kind of like putting the the pressures of that on your child. And it's like it reminded me when when Devin first moved into our home and. And we were transitioning and he would throw a fit in Walmart. And I was like, my kids have never done this before. People are watching me. What are people yeah. thinking? Yeah. Are, you know, and, I, and then I just be like, who cares? All that matters right now is my child's emotions and that mm-hmm. he can regulate himself right now. You know, yeah. and so like that's kind of like kept me humble on <laughs> that. And I've also had more compassion for other moms who were having children throw fits in Walmart. It's like, I'm like, maybe there's more to the story than the child acting like a brat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I always tell my husband I was a much better parent before I was a parent. I had all the answers. Exactly. <laughs> I would see did. people, I'd be like, I'm never going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it turns out, yes, I am. Yes, I am going to do that. <laughs> yeah, Cheerios and milk in front of the TV so mom can do the dishes. It's, it's fine. I yeah. guess I know they're only a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Funny. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, can you think of anything else that you wanted to add? Um, no, I'm just trying to think. I, yeah, I think, oh, the other, yeah, I guess the only other thing that I wanted to say too is, right, like, I think the only other thing that I catch myself doing, which, again, I have to be cognizant of, is, you know, how I was talking about, like, I had to learn that the Enneagram isn't, isn't a box, right? It's, it's meant to kind of help you um I have to be careful to also not like know let my knowledge of my kids personalities be a box for them if that makes any sense like Uh I catch myself being like like I'm almost like deciding their personalities for them a little bit I'm like oh well you're this so you're gonna react in this way and then when they don't I'm like wait a minute that's not how you're supposed to react (laughs) and so I also have to like really make sure that I'm not being like, like Leah's six, I feel like she's, you know, it's kind of, it's pretty obvious with her, like what personality type, what Enneagram type she has um, already, but I need to be careful to not like put, like just put them in a little box um, and kind of let them just be them and not, again, not put like my expectations for how they should be onto them because of my like you know what I think of what right. they are than any of them yeah yeah that's important yeah no because we can't do that we'll, we'll put our own kind of the way we respond to situations onto our kids too yeah um you know and then 
I, I know sometimes it's funny. Um, I don't know if your girls do this yet, but like you'll say something and they're like, how did you know that mom? I'm like, because I know you, you know, like, yeah, you don't need to respond, you know, this, but I'll let, wait, how did you know? How did you know that? I'm like, because I know you. Yeah, because I pay attention. <laughs> exactly. I know how you are. Yeah. 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 My kids have, have kind of brought some of that out, like some things in my attention where I'm just like, well, maybe. And then they're a little bit more verbal than, um, so it's kind of nice, like under, having that communication, right? Mm-hmm. Not the talk back, sass, teenager stuff. No, yeah. we don't do that. But <laughs> like, like real communication. So, like the other day, I was like, well, maybe guys, you know, and then RJ was like, that means no. When mom says maybe, that just means no. And I sat and thought for a second. I'm like, yeah, you're right. No, I, I'm, I probably won't do that. <laughs> you know? That's so like, funny. Yeah. Like, okay, they're, they're watching me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're definitely watching and knowing us. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it does really, it does, yeah, it does help to know to know their personalities and to know like with Leah a lot of times if she's really super sassy in the evening and like she's having um you know a lot of issues I guess like and just kind of flying off the handle if I sit down and talk to her about it it's because like she couldn't figure something out at school and she was upset about it mm-hmm. you know or she just a few weeks ago she was like just off the rails um one evening and I started talking to her about her day and it turned out that somebody else um like in her little pod had been talking and the teacher thought it was her and she had gotten in trouble and so she and she's so like doesn't want to break the rules doesn't want anybody to think poorly of her and so that just like you know threw her whole day off and it crushed her and so then you know she like white knuckled it and was good for the rest of the day at school and then all those emotions just like came out you know when she got home but if I didn't understand like what sort of things were triggering like again Ivy wouldn't care she'd be like I wasn't talking so who cares um you know but Leah that would be really upsetting to her and so because I know that um I could figure it out and we could talk through it you know right. same with Ivy like she needs she needs alone time she needs to like play by herself and so if she is overly like stimulated with people she'll get rude she'll just get rude like she doesn't get like sassy or she just gets rude it's weird yeah. for a four-year-old <laughs> but, <laughs> you know and I'll say do you need to like do you need to put yourself in time out and she'll be like yeah and then she'll just go and like chill in her room for a little bit and she just right. has like time out time and it's like it's not a punishment it's like a reward <laughs> you know because right. she just needs she needs right. time like to play by herself and decompress. Right. kind of reset herself yeah yeah absolutely yeah and so i think that knowing though their personalities and paying attention to those differences and learning about okay well here's what's behind this this personality type and this is why they react the way they react right. and you know with ever, I think with all of us right the thing that we're upset about or the thing that we're lashing out about isn't really the thing we're upset about and I think the more you know about other people's personality types and Enneagram types the more that you can kind of get to the bottom of 
well, what is the actual issue? How do we kind of healthily work through it? Right. Yeah. My husband and I call it the thing behind the thing. What's the thing yes. behind the thing that's bothering <laughs> you? Right. And I was, I was like talking to him about this the other day because, you know, Kai was having a hard time with his feelings. And, and I was like, you know, I could punish him and just send him to his room, but that wouldn't help him learn how to process them. Like, I mean, most adults don't know how to process their emotions because we're yeah. not taught. So why do we get mad with our kids when they don't know how to process their emotions? Absolutely. You know, I'm like, yeah. like, we were talking about with being frustrated and you didn't know why until you talked to her about it with um, Aaliyah and, you know, we're like, mm -hmm. school. It was just kind of the same thing, right? So you could be angry, sad, tired, you know, so what's the thing? Are you, yeah. are you, you know, happy? So, you know, you could be like, let's see, like excited, overjoyed, thrilled, right? Or, you know, like what's the thing behind the thing that's right. really bothering you? And so I've been doing that more with, with, um, with Mackay. And actually it's interesting with, okay, so fives have a difficult time sometimes expressing their emotions because they're so head heavy um, that yeah. they really don't want to go to their heart and feel things. Yeah. And so RJ the other day, I always ask him and I, I never realized this until I looked into it more and he's always like, oh, I'm fine. And me being my nine self, I didn't want to dig and fraud. So I'm like, okay, right. hey, you're fine. Like, fine is fine. Fine is fine. Exactly. <laughs> and now I'm learning. I'm like, okay, he's just not processing his emotions. So I was like, so RJ, what color are you feeling today? And he's like, red. I'm like, why? Because you're asking me the stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so sometimes like, or, you know, he'll process, I'm feeling yellow. I'm like, why? Oh, I'm actually feeling happy. So like adding the color aspect into it has helped him really kind of learn to express his emotions. But that's mm -hmm. something like you were talking about, like I wouldn't know that without understanding his personality. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I would just be mm -hmm. like, come on, man. What do you mean you're just fine? You can be fine 365 days of the year. Yeah. You know, like something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think too, like, you know, I was thinking kind of back to like, you know, growing up too, I grew up in like a very, um, very conservative, fundamental Christian background. And so it was like, um, obedience without question. Right. And I think, and it was hard for me to understand the why. And I watched a lot of kids that I grew up with when they became adults be like, you know what, this, this Christianity thing, not for me. There's and, a lot of deconstruction going on. <laughs> and I and I think, you know, I I get that because you there was a whole generation of like kids who grew up in the same kind of background that I did, and we were never taught the why behind why we had to behave or why we had to do certain things. It was just do this thing. Mm -hmm. And so what I what I hope I'm doing with my kids, right, is the obedience is so important. Right? That right is right and wrong is wrong, and that's never gonna change. But God did give us different personalities and with all of those different things we're going to react very differently to different types of situations we're going to um you know different things are going to trigger us based on who we are and so I'm I hope that I am instilling in my kids you know like absolutely the obedience is, is important and there will be punishments if you 
you know, make the wrong choice and you are not obedient. But kind of in conjunction with that, it's like, okay, well, why are you having a hard time following this rule? Or why are you having difficulty with not screaming at your sister? You know, what's, what's going on? What's behind it? And I think that, again, right, like understanding those personalities that God gave them and, and helping them figure out the why behind how they're reacting. Yeah. And, you know, helping them understand like, okay, this is who God made me to be. But, you know, I can't let it make me react in this way. And so I think that that is definitely a, like a change from how I grew up and something that I hope that, you know, I can help my kids understand, you know, the why behind the obedience and the why behind why they react to certain things mm-hmm. the way they do so that it's easier for them to to make the right choices you know um and I just wonder if there had kind of been more of that in our generation if we wouldn't be seeing large swaths of people yeah leave, you know leaving leaving the church I mean I don't know that for sure but you know I do know again like nobody cared about like why I was reacting the way it was it was just like this is you know this is what you will do and you will not ask any questions right and you know we don't care why you're reacting this way just do this Um, yeah I kind of find the same way too with marriages too like back then like I don't you know just like no this is you know you really didn't talk about you know, growing up and like what was expected of you, like in your marriage and Absolutely. like, you know, raising kids, you kind of just learn from what you saw. And mm-hmm. so depending on how your parents' marriage was, was kind of like how you learned. And now like if, you know, depending if that was a positive or negative or what. Right, right, right. Had, like free. <laughs> yeah. Trying everything. Yeah. <laughs> You know, learning from learning from mistakes and examples and stuff like that. But absolutely, yeah. Uh, it was so good talking with you. Yeah, you too. This was fun. I am super glad we were able to do that. Thanks so much, Allison, for sitting down and chatting with me. It was so fun to catch up with you and talk about motherhood and life. My next guest is Asia. 